girls I'll never hold this one's for you My summertime My summertime blues Sunset so late tonight I wonder if you saw it too I wish I still had someone to lose But if all I got are these summertime blues It's finest when times are hard. Man, I need to record. We're recording right now. I need to record this in my house. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> this is nice. Play a little something again. That's so cool. I heard lies. Is what passes when you're too busy living And love is at its finest when times are hard May your lady always keep you from the vices you've been after And may the Lord always love you where you are Heading down the road, I guess Another good time, I regret But I wish that I had it on to you Let your lie on my in good time Praying that my girl is fine Sleeping in while rain falls on the roof Hell yeah that was nice. <sighs> Donnie, so cool that we get to do this. I'm excited to be here. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Thank you for flying all the way out from Miami. Yeah. To come here. <laughs> I'm very honored. Like how all right. How uh, how how did you uh how did you live that on your on your hand on your end? Like that I called you and then we flew it here flew here flew in here to talk to you like how, how does that like what did you think about the whole, the whole thing um just super thankful and grateful that someone would take the time out of their schedule to come over here and interview me you know just not that long ago uh i was just playing music in my room yeah and all of a sudden i'm out here in nashville and people want to fly from miami <laughs> to come and say hi yeah i know <laughs> yeah we we thought it sounded a little bit crazy it do, it does sound crazy everything everything we're doing right everything we're doing right now sounds kind of nuts 
<sighs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh but it's 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 weird to have this this setup. I don't even know. I don't know it I don't know how to how to how to position myself kind of. But but it's gonna it's nice. We're gonna hang out drinking some beer. Um drinking some beer and it's be it's gonna be nice. The this this place, the hideout hideout studio in, in Nashville is kind of cool. It's uh they have the whole basement of like a house and mm-hmm. it's kind of it's pretty cool, it's pretty neat setup. It's pretty neat setup for what we're doing too. I think uh it'll take me probably like a good ten minutes to like get used to just like the this and then the cameras and everything. Yeah. So I'm just gonna like settle into it. For sure, so. yeah. That's the that's why the beer is here. Jeez. <laughs> that's why the beer is <laughs> <laughs> So how was your day, man? You were you had a you had a, a, a training right for the chiropractic today. Yep, I'm a full time chiropractor here in Nashville. So I uh, had CEUs continu- continuing education today, and uh, learned a lot about the shoulder today. Really? Mm-hmm. How does that work? How does the shoulder works? Um. Well, you got a ball and socket joint, and the 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 your shoulder joint is the most uh, movable joint in your body. Yeah. And it's, a it's a very, very complicated joint. And there's a lot of things that can actually, there's not too many things that can actually go wrong. It's actually pretty, there's only so many things that can go wrong with it. And, uh, we just learned how to do some tests on it to figure out what could possibly be the issue, the, the, the reason for the pain in your shoulder and, and how to fix it. Yeah, because yeah. you're you're a doctor, right? You're uh, a a doctor. I'm not a I'm not a real doctor. I'm just a chiropractor. A chiropractor. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we're, we're doctors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and um, <laughs> so, how did you like? How did you move to? How did you get here? Because you're from you're from Florida as well, right? Yeah, I was uh, born and raised in Florida, and uh, I was just driving from Florida to Colorado to do my chiropractic internship. Okay. And uh, I just passed through Nashville. And I saw Broadway for the first time. It was a Monday night. <laughs> and uh, we went down to Broadway last night. Yeah, that and, was uh, sick. That was fun. <laughs> and I was, and uh, yeah, so i never seen Broadway before, and it was a Monday night, and I was passing through. And uh, it, was, it just kind of blew me away. So when I finally got to Colorado, where I was going, I emailed a bunch of places, and one of the bars, one of the honky tonks, got back to me. And uh, when I was driving back home to Florida to graduate school, yeah. I auditioned, and they they hired me. And here I am, two years, two and a half years later. That's kind of cool. And then now you're living, you're living off the music, right? Yeah. Living right off of living off of music. I've been living off music for probably uh, about like seven years now. Nice. Been living off of my music. It's been a blessing. Where do you see that going? Where do I see my music going? Yeah. Or like, where do you see? Where do I see like the money? Just well, like music in general. Music in general, I guess. What's uh? Because because you told me last night that you you just like to, and then you got here and then you started to play and then and then you just like riffed around. Or mm-hmm. I don't know. Like it's just very, it's it seems like you you like that very much. Um. I love music. There's really nothing else that I'd rather spend my time doing than pursuing a music career. 
Um, now that I'm a chiropractor, it's just uh, it's a really good, and it's just such a cool thing to have in my backpack uh, in life. And uh, it really gives me the, the freedom to pursue this and, um, yeah, and just, uh, yeah, pursue it. Mm-hmm. Nice. And then, uh, so where, where do you play? Where do you play now? Like what's, I, baby, can we, can we, um, lo- like lower the temperature in here? It's super warm. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah. Anyway, um, where do you play now? Like what's, um, what's your, what's your situation? Um, so before I got here, I used to play like a bunch of breweries on the water or a bunch of different restaurants on the water in, in uh, Daytona Beach where I went to chiropractor school. Huh, okay. And before I went to chiropractor school, I was playing at a bunch of breweries and tiki huts on the coast, on the west coast of Florida. So that's where I'm originally from, the west coast. And then I went to chiropractor school on the east coast. And now I played a, just a ton of honky tonks. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of country music. Went from, went from from playing on the ocean and playing on the water to playing in, in these uh, honky tonks. I, le- I learned that word yesterday. <laughs> yeah that word yesterday it's a see if what it is was, a honky tonk well it's a it's a bar in nashville that plays live music right that's the it's a bar that plays country music country music country and, and if that's if that's wrong to finish definition don't quote me but there's a lot of i think there's that's a lot of those on broadway yeah broadway is kind of a weird weird place it's 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 wild what we saw yesterday it was so it was packed everywhere mm-hmm Everywhere and the show we saw, the show we went, the last one I think with your friend, um, the redhead girl. What's her, what's her name? Uh, that the the whole bar was shaking. Oh, uh, Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was that was sick. Yeah, we were on that rooftop and they were all just jumping. They were singing to, uh, I think all the all the small things. The the band was on point. Yeah, the, the, yeah, that was that was sick. <sighs> and. Um, so do you like do you like do you like to live that to live uh, to live in Nashville, or you you miss Florida a little bit? Um, I love I love Nashville. This is a cool spot. Um, I went home recently in Florida for about three weeks, and because uh, I was missing home, and yeah, I got there and I didn't do anything. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> on the couch for three weeks. I couldn't get one dang thing done. How come? I don't know. I just didn't have, like, any motivation. I couldn't motivate myself. I mean, maybe it was because I was just, like, staying at my parents' house on the couch. Maybe if, like, I had my own place in Florida near my family, that would be different. But, shoot, I didn't get anything done when I was in Florida. <laughs> Where's her home in Florida? Uh, uh, Wikiwashi. Wikiwashi, Florida. It's on the central west coast. It's a uh, quiet area. Yeah, it's pretty quiet. Never and, been. Uh, it's so pretty. I love it out there. A lot there. of mermaids and springs. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, oh. uh, yeah, but I love living in Nashville because, one, there's a lot of stuff to do here. And, uh, yeah, I have, like, motivation under my butt to, like, get things done here. Every day I wake up here, I'm not with my family. I'm not with my friends back at home. And sometimes the only thing that I can do is music actually that's the only thing i have to do when i'm here because i don't have like a family i don't have anybody like like i don't have any close relatives here or anything like that so 
any day I have off or any spare time, people ask me like, "What do I do for fun?" It's like I'm just just grinding, I'm just Doing getting my music, love. yeah, making it happen. <laughs> and that's real. You don't have to be here in Nashville to like make your music career, but uh, for me, it's a it's very motivating to be around people who are constantly trying to make it and there's like this culture this guy this grind culture to uh um to make it in music versus like if i was at home you know it would, the normal thing would be to do like a regular job like be an accountant or be a chiropractor but here like people are actually doing the music thing so it's like yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of them that are doing that are doing shows every night mm-hmm because we did a couple of bars yesterday and it was it was wild because there was sh- there was there was live music everywhere yeah there was live music everywhere and then all of the even the last one there was like four floors or whatever and then the, there was shows on each of the floors where are you from again Oliver I'm from Montreal well uh, originally from small small town in in Beauce it's called Saint Gédéon the Beauce it's uh it's south of Quebec City in Quebec it's very close to Maine. Mm-hmm. We're like 20, 30 minutes from like Jackman, Maine. Um, so I'm from there, and then I moved to Quebec City um, when I went what, after high school. I went to play football over there, and then and then I moved to, to Ottawa to, to do my university because I got drafted by the football team over there. And so so and then a few we- uh, for a few years I was in Montreal, and last year last year I moved to Miami. Yeah. That's sure I moved to Miami. So I, I know I understand what, what is it like to to move away from home for mm-hmm. to, to for a dream kind of. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, so I was actually born in Miami. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. I don't know if you knew that. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't know yeah, that. I was born in Hialeah. In Hialeah? Okay, that's not far. Okay, from cool. Yeah. Nice. I grew up in my like my whole fam my whole childhood was in Hollywood, Florida, which huh. is just like I think just north of Miami. Yeah. Where'd you go to school? Uh, Oak Ridge Elementary School. <laughs> Shout out to Oak Ridge Elementary. <laughs> what kind of kid you were? Like, uh, I was a good kid. I didn't get in trouble. My brother got in a lot of, uh, like, he he was the one that didn't do a lot. Of, uh, I mean, he he was he didn't go like he didn't do like really bad things. He just didn't listen. I was the I was a listener and uh, rebellious mm. wannabe. I guess. We all played soccer. It was me, my brother, and my sister. We all played soccer, and. uh Ah, excuse me. It's a good beer. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> no worries. Yeah, so you were playing soccer when you were when you were playing when you were in high school? Uh yeah. I played high school play I played high school ball and uh hmm. I would have I potentially had the opportunity to play college for sure, but then I tore my MCL in junior year. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. That's so. A- I was very lucky when I was playing because all of my football career up to college, I was not injured badly. Just mm. like a few pulled uh, hamstring here and there. No major concussion. Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe because I'm not very, I'm not very smart right now. So <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I had a a few more concussion than I than I remember. But I don't, I don't think too much. No, no crazy injuries. So I was very lucky because now nothing hurts. I can move. I can move okay. And um, yeah, I still, I still, uh, I like to, I like to be active. I, like I can to, see, pretty fit. Yeah, I like try, I try to. It's hard. It's hard, cause uh, a few years ago I, I wasn't like I showed you yesterday. Like I was fat as hell, 
I was fat as hell a few years ago. What's your secret? <sighs> it's uh, honestly, it's just you need to d- you need to decide when enough is enough. First of all, and then and then like um, and then you need to you need to you need to re- you need to be aware of of what you're eating. And uh, that that's the, that's the first that's the first thing for me. It's like what I it's like what I t- what I told you yesterday is take into account maybe get my fitness pal take into account everything you're eating for for a week for a few weeks don't change anything um and then and then you you can you can see maybe get some help i have a i can refer you like there's a good trainer that i that i've been working with he helped me he helped me in 2020 uh the photo i sh- I, I, f- I first i showed you was uh during pandemic uh fif- 15th of april 2020 that was that was when when i took that photo and that was um, that was a slap in the face, man. Mm-hmm. That was uh, it was hard to see because um, I didn't I didn't see myself Shoot. that way, and it was it was very very hard to see. Uh, so I decided to. Um, so I, I, w- I was working with a trainer. It's a guy from uh, Utah, um, Emmanuel Balmus. is a Romanian Romanian guy, I think. Um, it's it's good because I it's, it was it was very it was very cool because it was during pandemic we did everything over Zoom we set he set he set up my workout my workout he set up my my food my food uh food plan um, he was in my ass to fucking do everything mm-hmm. um, and I it helped greatly it was it was very very cool I dropped forty pounds in like six months nice yeah nice. I so I so I was like two twenty two twenty five and I got down to one seventy seven one seventy five one seventy seven without gyms. Uh, it was all when the gyms were closed in Canada for the longest time. So uh, how did you work out? What did you I do? Worked out at home. I worked out at home. Um, you can you can get by. Uh, I only had like twenty five pounds, two twenty five pound dumbbell at home, um, and uh, we could get by um, for a while on this on this one. Then 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 I bought like some some bigger like dumbbells to do some more work, and then the gym finally reopened, and then I was able to get back in the gym but um but it's hard man it's a it's a it's a, it's a process and then, and then and then something you need to continue doing you need to continue doing and it's uh, even even now i've i've had trouble with with my with my diet in the in the last few weeks because the last few weeks have been completely insane um and uh, the next few weeks are going to be even more insane because now we're here we need to go to la and uh, on the 16th for a, a hyrox competition um, it's like CrossFit without the Olympic lift. Um, f- my friend Tyler invited invited me to to do that, and I was like, "Cool, I got nothing planned on mm-hmm. the 16." Then uh, then then Whitney told me like, "Oh, we need to go to Europe <laughs> right <laughs> after <laughs> that," and then, and then I'm going to Canada uh, oh for God. Christmas <laughs> on the 24th. Busy guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be fucking insane. And we want to make sure that we could uh, come see you before we started all the travel. There you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, cuz yeah, cuz we've been talk we've been talking for what? For like a month, a month and a half, like something like that. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cuz I rem- I remember I remember when I saw it, I was I was sitting by my house. Um uh I was sitting outside by my house and I saw that you liked that you liked one of my one of my posts or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you were like alone, right? Because you have the blue mm-hmm. check, you like you explained yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you're not like uh, 
you're not like uh, alone like uh, you're not toggled with uh, a bunch of notifications so mm -hmm. so i saw i saw i saw your profile and i was like oh shit this this guy is fucking good and then i dm'd you and he answered and we we facetime and i was like damn he seems nice too so might as well it'd be cool yeah um and then now we're here Now we're, Now here. we're here, and we hung out. Yeah, this is first time in Nashville. First time in Nashville. Yeah, it's nice. I didn't expect. I didn't expect Nashville to be this way. Mm. What did you expect, and wh how? What did it turn out to be? For some reason, I expect I expected the weather to be like Florida, kind of. It, yeah. Well, it's been raining the whole weekend. Yeah, it's been. <laughs> 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 it's been raining the whole weekend. It was. It was. It was a it little was bit cold. cold. Uh, but I didn't know because because for so in my head Nashville was in the south. And it kind of is, but uh, in my head it was in the south, and I, I, for some reason, I figured the south of uh, the U.S. was all like uh, Florida weather, mm -hmm. in 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 the winter. But it's not, it's not at all. It, it looks, it looks very much like fall, um, like fall in 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 Canada and Montreal, like, but not like not December second, like more like end of October or early November. Or I need to make it out to Canada. It's nice. It's nice. What do you um? What do you have in mind? Where where would you like to go? I have no idea. I don't know. No anything. idea. What do you like to do then? If I think of Canada, I think uh, I want to try some maple syrup. Oh yeah, you talk to the bright person for <laughs> this. Do you do? Did I tell you my dad was the one of uh, early 2000s? He, he he was one of the biggest maple syrup producer in the world. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I grew up. I grew up making maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that's funny. why. That's why I'm telling you. You're talking to the right person. You grew up making maple syrup. Yeah. So what goes in the maple syrup? Um, nothing. It's just um. It's just the sap from the tree. It's just the sap from the tree. Yeah. So uh, it's just so okay. So it's just the sap from the tree. Then, then um, we kind of record all of the trees into like a a, a distribution <coughs> system system with like plastic tubes, and and um, we have like a vacuum pump that um that uh, pump like uh the the sap <coughs> to the main to basically the main milking the trees basically milking the trees yeah yeah and then and then so that so the sap when it come when it comes like directly from the trees not that it's a little bit sweet but not too much mm -hmm. um and uh so what we do is we 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 um we kind of we kind of uh pa um put the sap through a process uh, it's a reverse osmosis process to To get um, to get the sugar level up, right up okay. to twenty something percent, <clears throat> and then and then you boil it, and then you boil and then you boil it for a little while. Oh, you while. boil it. Yeah, and then you boil the sap, and then and then that that distill, um, that evaporates more more of the water, and uh, and then you're left with uh, with maple syrup. And then well, you need to you, you still need to go you still need to put it through like a a filter system. Um, to have it to have it clean, but mm -hmm. yeah, essentially, essentially that's kind of the process. So, how do you take maple syrup and then you turn it into like Aunt Jemima syrup? Because that's <laughs> oh, the yeah. that's the stuff that I like. <laughs> the, the, the fake crap. <laughs> the the corn syrup. <laughs> that's what we grew up on here. <laughs> so bad. It's probably that, in Miami too. Yeah, that's that's corn syrup. I feel like when I go to I think it's like Crackle Barrel, they have like the actual maple syrup. Really. Yeah, I think sure. so. I think so. That's yeah, that's why I never really was like, oh, give me like that fake crap. That's why I never, when I was young, for some reason, 
um, even in Canada, it was super hard to have um, real maple syrup in, in, in restaurants. So and I, after a while, I got like so disappointed <laughs> when I was ordering crepes um in in breakfast restaurant after a while that i stopped i stopped ordering crepes altogether but i love like crepe with maple syrup and there's like a few strawberries and a few blueberries it's like it's amazing bro. we'll send donnie uh, some real maple syrup from yeah. canada when we oh go yeah this hell year. yeah i'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll donnie, have it that's your christmas gift <laughs> i'll throw it on some pancakes oh pancakes with maple syrup and a little bit of butter of butter I'll so okay oh, go ahead I'm very curious. You grew up in Hialeah, yet you're making country music. Yeah. Yeah. So how did that happen? Um, my family actually grew me up on classic rock. So Tom classic Petty. Classic rocks. Nice. Yeah, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. I've been to like three of his concerts. One in the womb. And What's the uh, womb? And my mom. <laughs> when I was, oh. my mom was pregnant with me. <laughs> okay. And. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. Been I to thought it was like a place. Yeah. Or <laughs> 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 well, yeah, went to the, the room. <laughs> <laughs> to the room. Uh, we've been to a Rush concert. Um, oh, nice. What else? Uh, but yeah, they grew me up on like uh, uh, Led Zeppelin, The Who. Nice. I remember driving in the car and my dad's like, who's this? And I'm like, I don't know. He's like, The Who? I'm like, I don't know, Dad. He's like, The Who? <laughs> so they grew me up on classic rock and... Um, it wasn't until recently until I uh, discovered Tyler Childers, really. Tyler Childers is really what? No, it was before Tyler. It was uh, Zach Brown Band. Okay. Zach Brown Band. What happened was when I was in high school, I listened to, I played a lot of Jack Johnson. I played so much of Jack Johnson. If you know who Jack is, he's from Hawaii. He's on the North Shore of Oahu. I don't know who that is. And he plays some dang good music and it's like really just stuff that you'd listen to on a beach he's from Hawaii really and uh Jack Johnson Jack Johnson yeah, he's the great he's 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 amazing oh yeah you mentioned him when we the first day we this called guy? yeah Jack yeah. yeah there's Jack what's your favorite song my favorite Jack Johnson song shoot I don't have one the most popular on Spotify is better together better together is pretty dang like yeah. if you've never heard Jack and you've never heard Better Together, you gotta listen to that song. Uh, let's, let's, let's listen to it a little bit. Let's listen to the lyrics. Does that work? There's no combination of words I could put on the back of a postcard. No song that I could sing, but I can try for your oh, that's heart. That's sick. That's nice. Dreams and they are made out of real things like a shoebox of photographs with sepia tone loving. Love is the answer, at least for most of the questions of my huh. Yeah, he's like he's in love with his wife and uh he sings all, he sings a ton of well love songs. Yeah. And um <clears throat> one of his songs is Love Song Sixteen and he doesn't actually say anything he doesn't say Love Song Sixteen in the song, but he's like when he was fifteen songs deep. Um, love songs deep. He's just a great artist, and so uh, I listened to a lot of Jack through high school. Yeah. Hold on, I got like this really thing in my eye. <laughs> I gotta, like, we can pause. It. I need to like scratch it. <laughs> yeah, take your time. <laughs> no worries. We're just hanging out. Yeah. That's the yeah. cool. That's the cool thing about this. We're just. Yeah. Okay. You good? 
Yeah. So uh, I listened to a lot of Jack in high school. Yeah. Um, that's how I. Man, that's that's really what motivated me to start playing music. Uh, before Jack Johnson was really, I got it. The first song I ever learned was Tom Petty, and then uh, uh, Free Falling, and oh, then in, in 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 high school I discovered Jack Johnson. Uh, but before Jack Johnson, I went through like this emo phase. So I listened to like emo stuff, like uh, Never Shout Never, Mayday Parade, We the Kings, Reliant K. So I got that's how I got into like acoustic music. Okay. And then Jack Johnson was like not emo at all. He was just like super like it was like super mellow songs. Like it almost sounds like they're sad songs, but the, if you listen to the lyrics, they're actually like really happy. So I love that. And uh, I got so into Jack. I played so much Jack Johnson that I finally got hired to play my first gig, and uh, like ever. And I was and I played the gig, and I like played just Jack Johnson because <laughs> it's like all I knew. I'm like, nice. man, I should probably, excuse me, learn more songs. And that's kind of like how it started. And uh, but anyways, um, in in middle school. Uh, I became friends with uh, a buddy of mine who was into country music, and uh, I wasn't into it. And uh, I had the boat, and he had the truck. <laughs> so when we were always on the way to the boat ramp, he'd always uh, have control over what we listened to, and uh, he'd always play country music. And I'm like, dude, man, can we listen to something else? And then he just turns it up more. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, the uh, song that I think I fell in uh, the the band that I fell in love with was uh, Zach Brown Band because he sounds so similar to Jack Johnson. It's the same type of tone in his voice. I got some good friends that live down the street. Got a good-looking woman with her arms around me. You know I like my chicken fried, a cold beer on a Friday night. A pair of jeans that fit just right. And if you think of Jack Johnson, as, there's no combination of words I could put on the back of a postcard. No song that I could sing, but I can try for your heart. Um, so the the tone of their voice is, com- is like completely similar. It's just that Zach Brown band, he used different instrumentations and he sang about different things. Right. And he sung about uh, a pair of jeans that fit just right. And that song, that country, uh, I think it was Chicken Fried, was literally the... <laughs> <laughs> that song converted me to country music. I'm like, man, okay, country music. Catchy. All right, yeah, yeah, I could I could relate to that. Um, and that that's what did it was uh, Zach Brown Band. Shout out to Zach Brown Band. That's amazing. That's when am- did you pick up a guitar? Oh, uh, my dad bought me my first guitar in sixth grade. In sixth grade? For, cr- what, what, for Christmas. How, how old is that? Like tw- uh, ten? No idea. Maybe what's how old is sixth grade? I don't know. I guess whatever. <laughs> young, young teens. <laughs> young teens. Yeah. But uh, but it, it it's it's funny because your your uh story about country music, how you how you l- you got to like that is it's very similar to my dad, um, how he introduced me to one of my favorite singer of all time now it's a, it's a french singer it's an old older guy michel sardou okay i was gonna try to guess but no <laughs> and uh we actually went to see him uh in quebec city um for a show a couple of weeks ago and it was it was amazing because that was the first time where i saw i saw him in a uh, i saw him live and it was very it was very good 
and uh, my dad was because um, when when we were working on on the on the sugar shack and um, so we were we had a little bit of a drive to go to go there and my dad would always play always play this always play that music in the in the truck and and I remember like we like because I have three brothers and a sister and um, we all didn't like it at first mm -hmm. and after a while like after like a few years of not like saying we don't like it but like hearing it all the time I caught myself like <laughs> I caught myself singing along and I knew every words of every song and I was like oh shit I guess I like this mm -hmm. <laughs> and I just like I just started to yeah it's it's music is music is 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 interesting because there's so many different style so many so many different different artists so many different like topics what's your what's your favorite things to write about um <clears throat> favorite thing to write about i'd say love that sounds pretty like cliche but it's probably like the best thing about life it's being in love yeah. It's probably yeah. like why there's so many songs about it. It's so easy to write about love. It's so easy. Um but other than that, I guess home. Home. I've been writing about home a lot cuz I miss home. But it's funny when I go home then I'm like, oh, got to get back to <laughs> Nashville. <laughs> um uh so I like to sing about home and just kind of like whatever I go through uh in life i just now i'm at the point now where i'm like writing things um for other people just doing different perspectives what do you mean um like some of the things that i'm starting to write about i don't haven't like really gone through but i feel like i have this responsibility and this this obligation to make something where people can relate to it um or just like a song for them like this isn't just about me and my music it's about everybody and i don't have to like go through something to write about it i could see people going through things and i can write about it and then um yeah hopefully they can get something from that like my buddy uh, uh my song when we swiped right uh my buddy uh, met his wife on Tinder, and uh, they're they're going through something. So I wrote the song about you know. Um, remember when we swiped right? Uh, yeah. So I didn't you know I don't have a wife. I didn't meet her on Tinder, but it was for my buddy, and I think uh, it went well. You like writing music for other people too. Yeah, yeah. I like writing for other people. Yeah, but <laughs> meeting people online sometimes you're. Well, I I got very lucky. It took a while, but I got very lucky. That's how I met. That's how I met Whitney, and I got I lucked out. She, um, yeah, uh, life changed right after that. Mm. How'd yeah. you guys meet? We met on Bumble. Oh, you guys met on Bumble. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. We yeah. met on Bumble. Yeah, I never, uh, I never actually went to meet somebody physically, or um, yeah, this no was the, the first and only. Yeah, and I was What was your opening line? Oh, I don't know. She texted me. What was, was your opening line? Hey. Oh, man, that's a good. A I like always I would ask um really complex questions to gauge someone's intelligence. <laughs> 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 and, 
that. I'm, so, I'm and, surprised and you see if they were, they were interesting. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah, don't but know. we talked for a couple of days, and uh, I was, uh, remember, because it was like, I think, a Saturday night. Yeah, I was um, in Europe. Saturday night, and um, and I was on the elliptical, and I think I did like two hours that day on the elliptical machine, just because I, 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 I felt like it. Okay. And the the, the next day... I wish I could feel like it, the Run two hours on it. <laughs> well, it sucks. After I, this. Like it. I just watched a, I just watched a movie the whole time, and I took uh, I took a gummy before, so I was a little bit high, and then it was easier <laughs> to find, it was easier to go to go through. Um, but uh, I was watching a movie, and I texted I was texting her, and she was saying like she had um she had this event uh the 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 week after, and she needed the she needed to go shop for for outfit for the event and i was like oh like I, d i don't do any i don't have anything planned tomorrow so like i i could i could join i could join you if you want to um and uh, she was like okay and we went uh, we went to the adventure mall um that was our first date we went to the adventure mall and we shopped and we had a blast it was um uh, she was very very different very different from um anything i've uh, anything i anyone i met before mm. and i was very intrigued and the shopping turned into um a car ride that turned into a, a restaurant with mold so we didn't eat there we went to another restaurant and that was fun then um, we talked for a long we time we talked for nice. the, the first date lasted i think nine ten hours nice yeah and uh nice. and then the next day wanted to see her again and then that kind of kind of How did that how did that go? I think we I think we saw each other for like every day since. Yeah, we were uh we went on a couple dates the first week and it, we just wanted to see each other often. Yeah, because after uh, that was before Christmas. That was before Christmas. Mm -hmm. Then we had two a weeks before. We, two <laughs> weeks before. Then I had this crazy idea because I was leaving for Christmas um to Canada. I was leaving Florida to Canada um after I've known her for two weeks and I didn't want I didn't want to not see her for three three weeks, so I was like, "Well, I know it sounds crazy, but would you be open to the idea of coming to um, Canada for Christmas with me?" This was three weeks in. It was two weeks in. Two weeks in. It was two weeks in, and um, she said yes. Wow. Yeah, and then she said yes. We um, we went to, we went to my family that only speak French by the way. <laughs> so oh really? It's yeah. Very difficult. <laughs> But a great family. Yeah, that was. Uh, They don't speak any English. Uh, They do a little They bit. Do. Little. A little bit. Some uh, some of them some of them do a little bit. But my mom, well, my mom a little bit. But my dad, mm -hmm. my dad is very limited with English. And um and they 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 have the they know the basic okay they they, they know a few words and they know the basic but the heavy heavy accent and um, so they're Canadian they're the French Canadian French Canadian yeah like, yeah my my family's been in is, came to to Quebec I think in 1650 oh wow and that dude had 23 kids oh wow <laughs> yeah that's yeah. wild my uh My dad's side is from Indonesia. Well, they're from uh, really? Holland. Oh, cool. And uh, my grandfather was born on East Java, Indonesia. And at like 14 years old, he got captured um, in World War II. No way. And he was a prisoner of war for, I think, four years. And, uh, man, he went through a lot. 
And then once he finally got out, he uh, migrated back to Holland. And that's where he had um, my father and all of his brothers and sisters. And uh, then they migrated from Holland to Chicago. And uh, that's why I'm a that's why I'm a Bears fan. <laughs> yeah, you told me that last night. <laughs> it's a horrible, it's a horrible life. <laughs> yeah, because the Bears have been sucking for so, so long. Bad. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, man, just that blue and that orange, man. Every single time they come on, there's something in my blood that just is like freaking bear down, baby. You know. I'll never not be a fan. There's so many people that just shit on them, and I shit on them myself, but I freaking love them. I love being – I won't say I love being a Bears fan, but it's just like it's a part of me. It's just something that's it's, it's rooted in me. And every single time I see those colors, see the Bears come on, I just think of my, my dad and watching the Bears – lose <laughs> <laughs> yeah well probably yeah. one of my favorite one of my favorite memories with my dad was watching the uh devin hester uh oh yeah in the super bowl in the in super bowl six was it 2006 oh, was, it was that far <laughs> oh, yeah, oh yeah i know i remember that was one of the best that was so fun oh yeah the first so play fun. first play of the game they kicked off the ball to devin hester and then that kid had um, uh, I think like a, a bunch of touchdown. He was already um, were, was, was breaking records. Yeah, um, yeah. For ret- for punt return and kick returns. Yeah, and first so play many. of the game. I remember I watched it live. It was against the Colts, and it was against the Colts of Peyton Manning. They ended up g- winning the game. Mm-hmm. First play of the game, they kick off, and that dude fucking ran it all the way. In the it Super was Bowl, baby. Wild first play of the Super Bowl was wild. It quiet, it quiet. Everybody. I never saw my dad Holy get so excited shit. in my yeah. entire oh, life. Yeah. No. <gasps> <laughs> he was so excited. I was excited too. Yeah, for me, that. for me, the most exciting play, football play I've ever. There's two. There, there's definitely two, because I'm a I'm a, I'm a Patriots fan, and um, that was um, that was when um, uh, Malcolm Butler. Um, <clears throat> intercepted uh, Russell Wilson at the end of the at the end of the game to win the Super Bowl um, against the Seahawks. That okay. was the first one, and the second one was it, it was the whole the whole um, end of the game, third quarter against the Falcons when they when they they got up twenty three twenty eight to three. Okay, that was and then the, the I don't know if you remember the catch the el- the the catch that Ed, uh, Julian Edel- Edelman made. Um, where he was like, he tipped he tipped the ball and then he kind of jumped over like two two guys and then he fucking like and he caught it like and then the ball was like this close to fucking to touch the floor and he caught it and then they went they went over replay and was four down two like and then they they scored and they won the game. Yeah, that was. I don't know any of that stuff. Really? You know, it's funny when I tell people I'm a Bears fan, like, oh yeah, and then they start talking football. I mean, it's like. <laughs> I'm just a Bears fan. Like I don't know anything about anybody other team, like any other team at all. <laughs> I don't know anything. I just so know. You're I just, know just the Bears. a Bears I'm fan. I'm just a Bears fan. I'm a big Bears fan. So you tailgate, Bears... tailgating is the end of your uh, the football that you like. 
Yeah, I just watch the Bears and watch them lose, and then I watch them again. <laughs> and when they win, I'm like, all right, we got that dub. And then the next week they lose. And I'm just like, all right, whatever. Yeah, I just love watching the Bears. Yeah. I just love – I love it. But I, got, I, got I don't know lucky. anything about any of the other teams. I Nothing. got lucky with my favorite team, though, because I, uh, I started to play football, I think, in 2002 when I was when I was a kid. And the high school team um, in in my town was named the Patriots, so I was like, mm. I figured, oh. Uh, and I started high school in 2004, and uh, the Pats just won three Super Bowl in four years, and then I was very lucky for so long, being a Patriots fan. You started high school in 2004. 2004, yeah. Aren't you 31? Yeah. When did you graduate high school? 2009. But it's not it's not the same. Yeah, in I guess Canada. it's not the same. It's not the same in Canada. We have five years of high school. Then we, then we have Cégep. It's kind of a prep school for university. It's like useless. Mm. Um, you can do, if you do, if you do um, s- uh, social study or like natural natural science or whatever. That's you're supposed you're supposed to do two years and then you go to you go to university. Uh, but you can do you can do. Um, like techniques yeah um as well in techniques and uh, yeah it's like technical program oh um, gotcha yeah technical Tr- program trade Tr- yeah exactly trade kind stuff. of yeah gotcha. you, to be like a firefighter to be like a nurse to be like that that though you go there to do that but it's a uh, but it's but it's 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 wild because you, you everyone does two years at least two years before university so you start we start university around 19 interesting yeah so it's not the uh, it's not the same we say uh why did you end up becoming a chiropractor um i always wanted to be like a doctor mm-hmm. or something um when i was younger i actually wanted to be a vet i want to be a veterinarian oh nice okay and uh my mom said it was gonna be too hard to be a vet. <laughs> Why? She's like, you should be a, you should not think something else. <laughs> like, you should, you should right. just crack bones for a living. <laughs> uh, so my mom's a nurse. Okay. Uh, so I was gonna be a nurse and uh, started working at this cafe. It's a healthy cafe in the back of like a health food store. I was going through like this health, like, thing at at the time and. Uh, the owners of the health cafe, they were chiropractors. And they're like, you uh, you should uh, check out chiropractic versus being a nurse. Because they're, you know, very holistic and uh, they, uh, they're they very smart people. They knew so much about nutrition and the human body was insane. They taught me so much. They opened my eyes to so much. But uh, um, they, uh, they told me to go to chiropractor school. And actually before I went to chiropractor school, they told me to go to massage school. So I became a massage therapist. And then while I was going to car, when I was right after I, I think uh, I, I got my bachelor's degree in business. Then I went to massage school. After I graduated massage school, then I went to chiropractic school. And uh, yeah, such a random career that I fell into, and it's so yeah. cool. I love this profession. Like if I wasn't a musician, I'd have such a fulfilling life as a chiropractor. Oh, that's nice. You're getting but the that's best the, of two worlds. Yeah, that's that's. The, but the crazy, the crazy thing, the crazy thing about like how how you got to Nashville is you you were going to your graduation, right? I think for in in you, I was going to my preceptorship. Like we could do uh, our last quarter in chiropractor school. Yeah, we could do it in clinics at school, or we can pick a a 
a practice, a private practice anywhere in in the U.S. Because you were driving to Denver, I think. I was going. I was driving to Castle Rock, Colorado, and uh, to shout to to do my preceptorship there. Mm-hmm. What's a preceptorship? Internship, a residency. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, baby, can you pause? I need to pee. <laughs> <laughs> Structure. Like I'm gonna go from G to D to E minor to C. Like, the, like those are notes. Those are, yeah, those are notes. But there's also chords. Like if you're like strumming a guitar, you're like multiple notes make a chord. Okay. And um. And uh, so I come up with the structure of the song. I come up with like the sound, and then I just start writing. Mm. A lot of people come up with the hooks to the songs here in Nashville. Like they would have like days where they just like sit down, and they just try to come up with hooks to songs. And uh what's a what's a hook for a song like it's like the 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 riff or like Yeah like the like the hook is like oh halfway there oh living on a prayer table. Oh, okay. like just like the one thing that would like you remember it Yeah okay <laughs> Don't stop believing Those are hooks Nice <laughs> People would like come up with those and then they would write the song around the hook but I've never actually done that before I just wrote the song and then then I have to, like, I write the verse, and then I get to the chorus. I'm like, all right, now I need a chorus. Hmm. Who, who taught you to play guitar? Um, My mom bought me, like, a guitar. Well, my dad bought me my guitar in, when he bought me in sixth grade. My mom uh, got me, like, guitar lessons right away. So uh, the guy, he was trying to teach me, like, a lot of theory, um, which I didn't like. And uh, <laughs> like less structure. Yeah. So then he was at the same time he was like teaching me theory, but he was also teaching me a song. He's like, "What song do you want to learn?" I was like, "Free Falling" by Tom Petty. This is my <laughs> mom's favorite band. <laughs> and so he taught me that, and then uh, I just started learning how to play the song versus like learning the theory. And uh, the guy he like he was like, "No, you got to learn the theory." Not just the song, and I just didn't. I just kept learning songs. So once he taught me like what a chord is, um, then I was able to just figure it out on my own. So like once he was mm-hmm. like, he showed me what like this is G, this is D, this is E minor. Um, once he showed me like how to like what a chord is and how to strum the guitar, I think I only had like five or six lessons, and then I just went home and I was able to just. Go on YouTube. Yeah, go on, like, YouTube and just, like, look up how to play this song or how to play that song. That's kind of, like, how it started. Oh, just, that's like, cool. Once I learned, like, what chords were, then I was like, all right, I could do this. Huh. So then I just learned how to play songs that I wanted to play. And then every time I learned a song that I wanted to play, I'd have to learn a new chord because there's sometimes, like, when you learn a song, sometimes the there's, like, a chord that you don't know. So you have to learn that chord, and then you learn another song, and then... That song has like two chords that you don't know, so you got to learn those chords, and eventually you just learn all of them. That's kind of how it happened. How many chords is there? Un- there's some. There's unlimited, but you got the just the like the majors. There's A, B, C, D, E, F, G. So it's le- is the letter. Yeah, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. <laughs> can can you sh- can you show me what it sounds like? What what each one sounds like? Cause I, I don't I don't know anything I don't know my my, my little brother uh, <coughs> A B C so just A so like yeah so 
Yeah, those, so these are notes. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, uh, yeah. Um, then you got, that's just, that's like theory. That's like a whole different. That's a whole different vibe, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I should get into theory. <laughs> like, I learned finally learned some theory now, but, <laughs> but yeah, you just like learn your basic chords, your open chords, just like G and D. It's it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool because m- my little brother likes to play guitar and likes to sing, and he's good. He's actually v- v- quite good at it. He's just he never took um, any any lesson. But it, my uncle was um, a musician, like a bar. He's been a a bar musician for s- forever. And when we were at the when we were younger at the sugar shack, my uncle was walking with my dad, um, and with us, um, to to help out, um, and um, at night or the weekends or whatever when we were not working, they were like sometimes they were like playing guitars and he, he was teaching him and I never was able to play to play anything. I, I don't Sh- call I, it sugar shack. Yeah, I don't. Know, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I don't know how to say it uh, differently in English. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> is it called the Sugar Shack? It's uh, no, it's a Cabana Suc. Okay, but like it's literally that's the name of the place. No, like it's the that's the that's where that's where we call where we make maple syrup. On their oh on like, your property, right? Yeah, yeah. So okay. so it's a uh, Caban is shack and then sugar is suc. Okay. Yeah. So you just put it together and that's Sugar Shack. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. What is something that you want to learn with music? What do I want to learn? Yes. Like theory-wise? Anything. Uh, I don't know. I've never been asked that before. What do I want to learn? I want to learn how to play Freebird. I want to learn how to play that solo. <laughs> That'd be really cool. What's Freebird? Freebird? Uh, Freebird is... You don't know what Freebird is? No. You should just play it on your phone, I guess. Freebird. Man, you never you don't know what Freebird is. Dude, I'm not a musician. I don't know anything. Free bird. Freebird. Maybe I know. I don't know. Uh You ever heard of like anybody in like a bar go Freebird? Freebird. Yep, that's Freebird. That's one. It's got an insane guitar solo. It's the best guitar solo ever in my opinion. Oh, like it's nine minutes. Yeah, like ha- like more than half. That's the the guitar solo. There it is. Oh yeah, I know that song. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's not that's not the solo yet. Keep going. Here it is. Here it is. Ready? <laughs> oh, that's so sick. It goes on forever. Yeah, it does. <laughs> There's still four minutes of that song. The guys on on Broadway, they could play the hell out of that. They grab beer bottles and go like this, and they're like playing it. Really? Yeah, it's insane. (laughs) This is one dude I play uh, with on Broadway. Um, He can like play it note for note, and I'm just like in awe. I'm just like, 
just so cool to be up on stage with such such talented musicians so cool to like play on broadway because like yeah, there, there's so many there's so, so much many, talent so many of them so many of them that we even just last night that we that we saw like how many how many musicians we saw last night that were playing and they were they were making uh they were making it yeah a ton like a ton because mm-hmm. you got multiple got multiple bars and then every bar has like multiple levels mm-hmm. who's your biggest supporter um besides us because we flew out here obviously. <laughs> <laughs> honestly without sounding really i mean without sounding whatever i really i think i'm the biggest supporter of myself okay yeah because i'm like doing it i'm out here doing it I, my parents are like supportive and they're happy that i'm doing it but I'm like I'm a chiropractor already, so it's just like they're like, all right, well he's good, like whatever. You have to really be driving yourself. Yeah, like this is this is really I'm really doing it. I'm out here. I'm making the decision to be out here, and uh, God, I'd say God. God's a good one. Shout out to God. <laughs> he's a he's a big supporter of me. Um, if it wasn't for God giving me the talent that I uh, have been gifted without trying to sound conceited or whatever i'm just saying like i got something i guess um wouldn't be here um yeah but i i I, i've always wondered that like what would i say like on stage if i ever got like an award and i don't know man i've been working my butt off i've been working my butt off and there's lots of days where it's just me i wake up on myself i finally got a manager just recently yeah. I got a manager yes. and he texts me and we're kind of like working at it. But like, it's still on me to like get things done and write the songs and operate and, uh, got to believe in yourself. Yeah. I wish I could say like, Oh yeah, this person, but like, it's, it's been a lonely road. It's been, uh, not to sound like, not try to get all like sad or whatever, but I've, there's like a lots of times where I just like, it's just me. It's just me. I don't have a girlfriend. I never like had like a long term relationship. My parents are there. My brother's there. I guess my brother's a big supporter. But mm-hmm. it's not like you go, Donnie, like, you know, you got this. It's just like I can call him up anytime and we can talk. But like it's really like I'm just working my butt off. I'm here and uh I'm doing it. Doing it. What's the most like challenging kind of obstacles you might face with music? Um, that loneliness, there's like a, and also the, uh, the unknowing, like, am I wasting my time? Um, I could be, I could be like running my own practice right now in, in, in Florida. I could be an uncle to my niece and my nephews. Um, but so it's are, just like the sacrificing. Things, you are, you are uncle to, to your niece, but you're, you're just... You're just trying to, trying to pursue this crazy, crazy idea yeah. that you have. I think like it's the hardest like. part is yeah. It is it is it is hard. It is, it is, is hard. the unknowing. But, but, but you're the, really good. Yeah, but you're really Thank good. You. You're really good. Well, as as soon as I as soon as you sent you sent me you sent me sip on me, you told me that was your favorite song, and uh, when we started to talk, and I was like I was like oh yeah damn that's 
that's that's fucking good. I've been I've been telling about uh, telling everybody you. about you. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we're playing in the car. Like anytime we're going somewhere on the weekend, and uh, <laughs> yeah, telling a lot of people you're they're extremely. It's great music. Cool. Thank yeah, you. I lo- I love it. And then and then and then when we when you t- when we talk, you were super excited. And I was like, yeah, I need to, I need to talk to him. I think that's gonna be, that's gonna be super cool. We need to make it work. And because you, you told me, you told me, you, you told me you were working on your, on your second album, right? Um, this is my debut album. It's your debut, my first, first album. album. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you wrote like a bunch of single songs, mm-hmm. and uh, now you're putting an album together. Uh, well, I wrote. So this, this goes back to like the, uh, I would give myself deadlines. Yeah. So. Uh, I am recording a twelve-song album, but I've only written three. One's one's a cover, and we just recorded all four of those the other day. And now I need to write four songs before. I think in the next twenty-five days, I need to write four songs. Wow. Um, and then I calculated <laughs> it out. I gotta like write like five. Like I got like five days to write like one song, so I like spaced it out. But uh. How long does it take you to write? Well, I guess five days now. Yeah, sometimes it takes me a long time. Sometimes it doesn't take me much time at all to write a song. It just depends on if I have a deadline. If I get a de- if I have like a deadline, I'm not gonna like let myself fail. It's kind of like chiropractor school. It's like if I had an exam, I'm not gonna fail out of chiropractor school. It's got a lot. It's like a lot of money to be there and yeah, a lot of effort to be there. I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna fail a test, so I'm not gonna let myself fail. So as long as I have like a deadline, because I'm like a big procrastinator. Yeah, I do um, too. As long as I have like deadlines, then I'm good. Yeah. That's how you hold yourself accountable. Yeah. I do that too. I procrastinate a lot. Aren't you in like real estate? Yeah. I do commercial real estate. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do. Yeah. I, I, do. I need to get into like, I want to like, one day that would be nice to like get into real estate. Well... It's um, it's very hard. It's um, everyone thinks they can do they can do it. Mo- most of them could, um, if they if they put in the work. But it's 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 uh, it's like everything. It takes a long time. It's um, it's it's very hard. Um, What's hard about it? Well, the type of real estate that I'm doing is a little bit different than um, than I guess most most people are doing. Um, cause I'm mostly, I'm selling land for new development and like for, um, multi-residential properties, industrial properties, um, stuff like that. I heard that real estate's like where all the money's at. <laughs> there's, yeah, <laughs> there, well, there's, there's a little bit. It's, it's a good, it's a good, um, it's a good way to make, to make, it's a good way to make money. Um, I've, I've done, I've done well. Um, not, the not as, not as, as well that I, is, uh, as I could have, um, not as well as I will do, but nice. yeah, like hof- hopefully, uh, yeah. Well, cause, cause now I'm, I'm <laughs> this is a funny thing I told you last night, but I'm, I just put under contract the biggest deal of my life. Yeah. Uh, last night for it's a it's a, a development of thousands of units, um, which is absolutely crazy. Um, but I, I've, yeah, I've, I've been obsessed with with this since 2018, um, when I saw um, 
uh, uh, the biggest office building in Montreal sold that year for 500 million and um, I, I realized that day when I saw the front page of the paper I realized that day that that somebody had a somebody I'm saying that must have brokered that deal mm-hmm. they're, they're like somebody must have brokered that deal and you're like why not that person and I was like me. I was like that needs to be me and because uh, I was like the, the the crazy the crazy thing is like if 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 something sells for a million dollars five million five hundred million dollars right and and there's one percent commission that's five million dollars mm-hmm. if you work for a year on that deal is that five million dollars in mm-hmm. a year if you worked five years on that deal that's a million dollars a year for five years and um, and that's not bad that's not, bad, not at bad at all <laughs> that's not bad at all. Um, and th- th- those those problems, those transactions are so freaking hard to figure out. Mm-hmm. So freaking hard to figure out because there's there's a lot of moving pieces. There's a lot of money involved. There there's there's a a, a lot of things that could go wrong. There, there there I told you last night like why why lost I lost a deal I lost a deal for a uh, hundred thirty five apartment buildings because of. Because the guys, like the buyer and the seller, they, we agreed on all of the terms, and they didn't want to write the the they didn't want right. to write the offer. <coughs> they didn't want to they didn't want to write the 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 the, the, the counter offer, and then my client didn't want to resubmit another offer, and we lost the deal. Um, we lost five hundred grand in commission on that deal, my buddy and I. And you know, it's it's a it's a lot of work, and uh, the the crazy thing is like I've been working nonstop uh, since twenty nineteen. Um, 100% of my time has been always like trying to develop relationship and contacts and knowledge into that kind of that kind of thing and that led to a friend of mine um, um, we, we, we got this opportunity a couple of weeks ago and we were able to put this deal under contract within three weeks um, yeah that led to that lead that led to that and it's 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 wild it's it's surreal it's uh it's sur- it's 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 surreal because it's it's so big mm-hmm. and in selling land there's nothing so you sell <laughs> so so basically you're selling an idea you're like you're like look you're like look there's nothing here right but trust me you can make a lot of money if you buy it yeah <laughs> so that's cool it's it's yeah it's kind of it's it's pretty it's pretty insane when you think about it. Yeah, I was like, I was like talking to you last night. I was like, man, I'm in the wrong, uh, I'm in the wrong business here. <laughs> uh, I don't think you are though, because uh, you're very good at what you're doing. Thank you. Very good at what you're doing. But you were tell, you were telling me last night that you're, we were, we were, sa- we were talking, talking about that. We we're talking about dreams, and you said, you said your dreams was to play at Red Rocks. Yes. That's a sick dream. Red Rocks. I. uh yeah, ever since Zach Bryan played at Red Rocks, live at Red Rocks, uh, all my homies hate Ticketmaster. Ever since that, because he made it such a big deal that he played at Red Rocks. I'm like, okay. Because he's played at like every venue that I could think of. Um, but he never made it such a big deal to the point where he like recorded anything live before, except at Red Rocks. And... Um, when I lived in Colorado, because like I said, I did that internship in Colorado, I 
I loved Colorado. It's such a vibe out there. The mountains is beautiful. It's, it's so pretty. Oh. So I was like, I always told myself I'd be back. I, I, Colorado, I'll be back. But like, there's nothing there for me. Like, my family's not there. The music industry, you know, it's here, Nashville. Like, there's no reason for me to go back. But man, Red Rocks is there. And I realized that. I'm like, oh my God, Red Rocks is there. So yeah, that's my big goal is to play at Red Rocks. I just, Zach Bryan's like a big, big musical inspiration to me. And I just figured, like, you got to set goals and you can't just shoot in the dark. So I was like, all right, let's play at Red Rocks. So that's a sick goal to have. Yeah. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. What's your What's your timeline to do that? What's your time frame to do that? Like five years. Five years? Or give myself. I said five years probably like a year ago. So like maybe like four, four years. and a half, four years. Four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you, what kind of, what kind of, what kind of guy you think you need to be to, to be able to achieve that? Because, because to do more, you need to, you need to become more, right? Yeah. We were talking about that last night. Um, you just got to keep believing in yourself. That's the one thing. Um, I met Zach back in, uh, 20 September, 2022. And I was like, dude, how do you, how do you make it? Like, you're obviously really good and talented, but like, how do you make it? And he was just like, just takes time and hard work. And, uh, so that, that sunk deep that night. And, uh, so that's why I'm still here. I, I don't know if like if I didn't meet Zach I'd still not I wouldn't not be here but like hmm. but like hearing it from him like it just takes time it takes like whatever it is that um anything worth like achieving in life it takes time and it takes hard work. I think like the average business in America takes about 2 to th- 2 to 4 years for it to actually like become profitable. And I think like one of the things that people just don't do is they just don't give their dreams enough time to actually develop like i think a lot of people look at dreams like it's like a dream or something but you gotta look at it like a business it's like all right i'm opening up a business how long is this gonna take yeah and uh so just uh the person i have to be is just uh relentless just gotta keep going and believing in yourself um and working really hard a hard worker just gotta work really hard Got to work, got to work nonstop. <laughs> but that's the that's the interesting thing with um, with with the, the the dreams and 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 the amount of work that you need to put in, because that's something that I realized when I started this podcast. Because I completely overestimated the amount of work that I need to do. Set that up, and the amount of help, and all of the problems that we would have to solve to. To, to to be able to put this together and to be able to do to do something meaningful and and because that's the thing like were were you not aware were you, remember your f- uh, philosophy class the double ignorance I think it was Plato or Socrates that did uh, whatever it's, okay. it's 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 whatever so when you when you don't know that you don't know you're like you, you're double idiot right. But then, when you know that you don't know, then maybe then then that now you can figure you can figure it out, and now you can learn. But mm. you need to be aware that maybe you don't know things, and and that's the that's the thing that happened when you start, when you start something new is like is like okay, like you want to start, and then you start, and then you start to try to piece it together. Mm-hmm. Um, but what happened is that you discover that y- 
you discover new problems. You discover new problems that you didn't know you had, mm-hmm. right? To be able to piece everything together, so you're starting to f- to, to to try to solve all of those problems, and then and then and then little by little you become more competent, and you put it, you put in more work, and then you, you and then you you increase you inc- you increase the 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 input, and then f- for the output to to for the output to be better. But it's, but it's it, it's 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 wild. <laughs> All of the all of those overnight success that the people think happen, you don't you don't know like the the level of the level of work and the level of commitment that people had, and the level of like focus, and um, every everything that led to 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 the success to be able to have the connection, have the knowledge, have the. Um, the the muscle memory of whatever to be able to to pull something out mm-hmm. because nothing happened nothing happened just because mm-hmm. like know. that one guy Oliver Anthony you don't know how long he's been like working at his craft and like writing songs and yeah uh you know playing guitar and singing like, do you do you know do you know a little bit of a, about his story not really I just know that he just blew the hell up. Cause he did a he did a podcast with Rogan right after he 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 blew up and he was he was saying that um like thirty days before he blew up he um, gave himself to the Lord I remember gave, that yeah, yeah he, I watched that he said he said he um he uh he in, in his head or whatever he he said he asked like uh, he asked God to um, to help him and then he would do everything to to make that happen so he stopped we he stopped to smoke weed he stopped like drinking and then he try tried to focus or whatever and then cuz that's the thing with 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 pro- that's the thing with procrastination i guess uh, with and, and then everything we're trying to everything we're trying to do and uh what what happened what happened is like he started to put in some more work and then he started to um, to to produce more and then and then that thing literally blew up mm-hmm. Lit- like it, it was it was completely insane 180 degrees um his life changed in 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 a few weeks mm-hmm. in a matter of a few weeks mm-hmm. that was yeah but the but the the, the um, this this song like rich men uh, north of rich uh, rich men north of rich men um is so powerful yeah yeah so powerful and uh i think that's the that's that's kind of like because because you you were saying that you you wanted to write you you felt like homesick you felt like a little bit lang- landlocked and you missed like the, um, the the sea and you you missed like your family yeah you i miss the Florida. ocean i miss the ocean and <laughs> i totally i can totally relate because i have one at home that's like is the same she's the same thing about this mm-hmm. and um but uh, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was silly for me to say because I remember you asked me last night. You're like, "What do you miss?" I'm like, "Man, I miss the ocean." And I'm like, "It's a thick, silly thing to say, but it's true." It's not silly at all. It's like such a, it's so nice. I just miss it so much, and I didn't even go to the beach a lot, like especially like now. I mean, I guess I played a lot on the water. I played a lot, but I, I never like just like took the time to go to the beach. But like, it was just nice to know that it was there. Yeah. Yeah, I love the beach. Miss it. But I, uh, I'm happy to be here in Nashville. There's a uh, inside of the beach. I got a bunch of honky tonks here. 
Do you play with a lot of other uh, locals, or do you have somebody that you really want to do a song with? Um, I play with... Not really. I mean, I play with a bunch of different musicians that I hire for, like, band shifts. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how it kind of works in Nashville. It's like, yeah, if, like, you get, like, a shift, like a band shift, then you, like, find whoever's, like, available for that shift. Okay. It's not like you have, like, a band of people that are dedicated to what you do. Especially if it's just my name, Donnie Vansley. It's just, like, it's, like, whoever's available. Um, It's nice to get the guys that, I'm starting to get guys that are, like, very uh, consistent. But um, but in terms of, like, other artists, there's, like, other artists that I hang out with. Um, but uh, in terms of, like, recording with, um, I just, I've just been writing my own songs and just uh, just doing me. What's the biggest challenge you have right now? Biggest challenge right now is writing a hit song. <laughs> it's writing a song that people really like, that want to listen to it. I think that's like the main thing. It's like, you know, if I'm going to open up a potato chip factory, I need to like, or I mean, uh, open up a potato chip business. I need to have a really good product to be successful. So right now I'm like open for business, but you know, I got songs out. But, like, I need to, like, write something that'll just, when people hear it, they're just like, wow, that's, like, a really good song. Like, Dylan, I think his name's Dylan Gossett. He wrote that song, uh, Cole, um, that came out. And, man, it's so good. I listened to it, and I'm like, it's so simple. It's just four chords. I think it's three chords. And uh, it's, like, the same progression. And But his lyrics are insane, and his voice is so good. And the production is, like, very simplistic but like the art the the instrumentation is just like all in the right spots like just like a little kick drum and whatever he's got going on there and just uh yeah so i think like the main thing is just figuring out how to write that song um it's funny that you yeah. see that it's funny that you see that because remember a couple of weeks ago when you were talking and you were saying that you needed um you needed to find a producer for your album mm-hmm so I made some calls. I made some calls in the, uh, to to uh, some contacts, and I was able to. I spoke with a, a music producer in New York, and um, he he produced more like hip hop. So it was like, when I sent him your things, he was like, "Dude, this this is fucking good. Like I can't even help him." Hmm. So I can even I can I cannot even even help him. So I was, he, so he referred me to someone else, and That's then cool. and then you told me. And then, and then that day you told me that um, you signed with somebody for, for the new for the thing that you had lined yeah. up. But yeah, I think, and that's the thing. I send I send you things to, to a bunch of people, and then they they were all like, "Oh shit, that's fucking." That's, cool. That's 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 why I was so excited to talk to you because because, I love your music. Thank you. I think another thing that's really challenging, like say like, I already got like say like all the songs that I already got out or hit songs yeah it's just creating the hype it's, it's the marketing like not a, not a lot of people know about me and like music right now for whatever reason it's all about hype like everybody that that i listen to one way or another had a video that went viral so it's like we're kind of like at that point now where it's like the uh yeah it's just like it's 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 crazy because like it's 
it's like it all relies on like that viral video versus just like a good song. But like that's really what it is. Like Zach Bryan went viral on Twitter and uh he freaking blew up. He he got honorably discharged from the Navy to start playing music and uh now here he is. He's got he's got nominated for two Grammys this year. Um Yeah. And uh so yeah, it's like that's I guess the other challenge is just creating good content on TikTok. Um, but I'm here for it. I'm up for it. I'm excited for it. Um, I'm not complaining. Um, uh, this is, this is what I've chosen to do and I'm really happy that I get to do it. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. I think this is a great time to be alive. I think that, that TikTok is like a really big, uh, opportunity and it is, it's though. really cool to be alive right now. Cause it, like, if you could just post a video and all of a sudden like people like see it, um, just like it's free advertising, you know. I know. Um. So yeah, I'm. I'm not complaining. It sounds like I'm complaining, but like, that's that's. I guess that's the challenge. Just like creating something that people want to watch. No, but that's the thing, though. It's because because it is challenging, and in, and you doubt yourself. You doubt yourself every time. Because the funny thing is, every time I'm st- I, every time I'm on my way to record a podcast, I'm like I'm like. I'm like, I asked, I asked with me, I was like, can I do this again? Like, <laughs> is that going to be good? Is like, is that going to suck? Like, and, and you have, you have the, all of, all of those doubts, but that's normal. That's, that's, that's yeah. normal. It's, I think, and I think it's so, I think it's kind of, I think it's okay to, to have those doubts because, because it keeps yourself like honest, I think like, yeah keeps yourself keeps yourself honest and it keeps yourself like motivated to do wor- to do more is, because the thi- the thing the thing is especially with especially with with guys is like you need to you you create you create your value so you need to do you need to do more you need to be aware that you you can be better you need to be aware that you could you can do more you can be better and that's very powerful because because like that that's jo- um you, you know Jordan Peterson yeah yeah So um, one of the one of the best thing I think uh, that I've heard him say um, is that um, is is that is is this like uh, guys need need to be aware that you you and then every everybody needs every, everybody needs that because if say say you hate your life right now and and, and everybody's telling you that's the pro- that's the problem with, with with how how we are right now I think as a as a society is is because. Everybody keeps telling everybody that they're perfect, that they're great the way they are, that they need to accept themselves and they need their everything is ev- everybody is perfect, right? But if you hate yourself and everybody keeps telling you that you're perfect, that you're great, that you're just just okay the way you are and mm-hmm. you hate yourself, then there, you have nowhere to go. But the cool thing is like, well, maybe maybe you could do better. If if you're if you're aware that maybe you can be better, maybe you can do better, maybe you can improve, then shit, maybe you have somewhere to go, mm-hmm. right? Then maybe maybe you can look up, maybe you can look look up to something, maybe you maybe you have a roadmap to to get out of the of your situation that you don't like. But if but if everything is perfect and and, and then then and you still don't you still hate yourself, well shit, you you, you can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Can I take another piss break? Yeah. <laughs> I got piss so bad. Of course. Oh my god. <laughs> we back? Yeah. We're back. <laughs> cool. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, speaking of Oliver Anthony, you were showing me the photo with the uh, bird. With Bert Kreischer. <laughs> so oh, Bert Kreischer is such a fun guy. He's such a. F- I'm actually a big stand-up guy. I love stand-up. Oh, me too. I like. Uh, yeah. Who I like? Hell yeah! Who's your favorite stand-up comic? I like. Uh, what the hell is his name? The guy that's always pissed off. Um. Comedian? Yeah. Not Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Yes. Bill Burr. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's so funny. Oh yeah. Bill Burr is funny. I think uh, Louis C.K. is a genius. Yeah. He's uh, it's like such dark humor. Yeah. Um, he's able to like hit punchlines without like. Uh, if I don't know, he's just without good even at it. you knowing it, kind of. Yeah, he goes. He goes pretty dark. He's like. He's like. He's talking about like abortion. He's like, you know, he's like, I don't think it's like killing babies. He's like, okay, and maybe it's just a little bit killing babies, but he's like, but you know, oh, it's just so funny. He's just such a funny guy. Yeah, the comedy is is very, it's amazing. It's very cool. I'd love to do that someday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd like to do it. <laughs> I'd like to do. I'd like to do it. I I love. Uh, I love to watch. I love to watch it. I like to crack jokes. I think it's a. It's. I think it's amazing way. I think it's amazing way to um, kind of get get down like barriers from from people when you're trying to when you're trying to get like to know someone better. It, through humor, humor it, it's it's actually a very very cool way to to get to know someone. Kind mm-hmm. of. Do you think? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah make people laugh i like because like i'm it. such a i'm such a serious guy i'm so serious <laughs> like i'm trying to be like l- i'm trying to like loosen up and like and like try to like be more lighthearted <laughs> in this this podcast but i'm like i'm so serious i just am you are i'm you just are. <laughs> i'm just such a serious guy you, yeah i'm <laughs> so serious yeah you you i don't know how to turn that off but i guess oh, it, that's okay may, may, maybe so may, maybe a little bit of we can, t- can turn <laughs> it off <laughs> um, yeah, oh. but I I don't know. I guess it to some extent it it works for me because I I I'm like a hyper focused person. Like I took one of those leadership uh, tests and when I was in business school, and uh, that's my undergrad. It's in business, and it's like you come up with you try to you take these tests and you figure out like what your strengths are. And my number one was focus. Like I'm just, really I'm a very focused person. Huh very focused like i just so focused and uh yeah not me i always had a problem well focused yes and no i'm i'm very very focused on 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 things that well lately lately i have this fear um there's there's a point in my life where i cannot go back i can't go back without without her Mm -hmm. yeah i was the was telling you last night there's the, it's right right here, right here behind me. Yeah. I need to run as far away from that that period of my life where she was not here, as I can. And mm-hmm. I need to uh, I need to do more, and um, that that's a huge driver. Yeah, and like you asked me, like what what's one of my biggest obstacles? It is definitely not having somebody to like hold me accountable, because like I just do this on my own. Like there's no one really. I mean, I got a manager now, but like still like. Day to day, 
Yeah, but the thing the thing is you need to you yeah. need you need to figure out a way for yourself to hold yourself mm-hmm. accountable. You need you need to stop you need to stop all of the bullshit you saying you saying to yourself. You need to because trust me, I'm I'm <laughs> I don't want to do anything. I just there's something about driving home after the day and just driving home and just grabbing some fast food. I just cannot help myself like there's something about driving home and i just want to get taco bell or i want to get mcdonald's it's like it sounds so bad yeah but like it's like a it's like such a dopamine hit it's yeah it's actually it's actually funny you say that because i was i was there i i was there for the longest time i was there for the longest time and um but it's just it's just some it's just you need to you need to win the 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 battle with yourself like today just just need to win today right that's how that's how that's how you start new habits just do it today or just don't do it today and then see see what mm-hmm. happens just try to make it through the day mm-hmm. and if you do that and is i don't i don't remember who who it was that said this but he was saying like his dad was like He's 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 st- he stopped smoking, uh, but he was like heavy heavy smoker. But after a while, he kind of he stopped, and then he was just like, "Are you gonna stop forever?" He was like, "No, I'm just gonna figure out today. Mm-hmm. Just just need to just need to figure out today." It's like last year. Last year, I worked out every day for a year. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's and tough. and I, I I I wanted to see I wanted to see what it was like. It was hard as shit. I wanted to see what it was like. What it was like. Wow. So I just I started to do that. And then after a while, after a couple of days, few, and then I started to p- I posted it because I saw I saw this guy that did a Murph chal- a Murph workout. That's like uh, I think you run you run a mile. You do a hundred pull ups, a hundred push ups. Uh, a few hundred squats whatever and then you run another mile and you did that for every day for a year and i was like oh okay maybe you could do that maybe i could do something like that so i didn't want to do the whole the, i didn't want to do that the whole year so I've, i figured like okay like i need to be active every day for a year no matter what and then the least amount of activity that i was allowing myself to do like it was when i was like traveling or was i when i was like super busy was at least you need to do at least 30 minutes walk so it's about like it was about like three 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 and a half kilometers three three and a half kilometers i don't know what it is in miles mm-hmm. maybe two and a half miles or whatever um there was the least amount of workout so usually i work out like monday to friday in the morning and then weekends are optionals but for for a year straight is it's wild because because some of some days during the year you you're doing other stuff traveling you're doing you do a bunch of things and then so like a few times during the year i was like coming i was coming here like coming in um super late i did like i drove back to drove back to canada a bunch of time and then i was working like working out doing circuit in the motel i was like running around like uh some some wild place or whatever like but it was it was fun to do. It was good to do, like to have the discipline to to take it up to the whole year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is it's just like at at some point you need to call yourself out and 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 stop the bullshit. Because 
for me like a, a couple a couple of sandwich at mcdonald's is so easy oh so, so good in between in it between so meeting <laughs> but you know it you know so what good. it's like yeah at so at some point at some point you need to decide like what's what's more important yeah because because you, you really can get you really can like lose control mm-hmm. and and c- i think control is 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 the most important thing because you, you gotta you ha- gotta have control over over your own life yeah 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 you gotta um, you gotta have you have you have to you have to have this discipline to call yourself out because Okay, so that's an interesting question. How, what's your what's your inner inner thought with with like, how do you see things in your head? Do you talk to yourself? Do you see image? Like, how does that work? Um, does, is that is what that do you mean? is that clear? Because okay, so I'll tell I'll tell you my experience with with my head, with what's mm-hmm. going on in, in in my head. Is I, I kind of, I kind of see. Like I, okay. So I I have conversation with myself all the time. Okay, you like you talk to yourself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In in my head, um, and then, and then my inner voice is a fucking bitch. Okay. Like, the laziest. I don't want to do like the first thought is like oh like let's not do let's not wake up in the morning I don't want to do I I'm tired I don't want to go to the gym um, let's fucking eat cakes I want to have chips or what I like it's the that's why I have this fucking thing that's I've I've been I didn't take don't that be a off little bitch. don't be a little bitch this is Grant Cardone um, uh, bracelet I did the I did the few mentorship with him um, in 2019 and 2020. Yeah, you're telling me about that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I freaking love his book. We're yeah, you were telling me you 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 listen to be obsessed or be, be average. For yeah, a, yeah. Be obsessed or be average. Yeah, I I listen to that book in the gym every morning. Yeah, you, like it was like 32 times. <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I actually I actually did the math with a buddy of mine, James, uh, with James, um, uh, this morning about like my uh, audible consumption for books. Mm-hmm. And most books are like five hours average. Mm-hmm. And I started to, I downloaded Audible, I think in 2019 or or 2020, something like that. It's and five hours? That's the average? Five, About five or hours. More. That's the okay. that's the average for, for a book. Um, and uh, I checked my stat. That's the cool thing about Audible is you have the stats of the, the listen time that you have. Okay. And um, mine are... are Two months, two months, four days, two hours, and forty-eight minutes in total. And if you do that, um, that that comes in. Um, I think it's three hundred and twenty something books at the five-hour, five hours average in in a few years. That's a lot. That's a lot of. That's a lot of things. That's a lot of. That's, that's a, lot. a lot of reading, mm-hmm. kind of. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of because you actually consume the knowledge and then there, there's a thing with me in the in in to have like grant grants grants void voice in my head like saying that i'm not good enough in the morning when i work out it's like because wait cause, what he says he's not you're not good enough well <laughs> so the whole like that's ba- that's basically it right like the whole um the whole point is like if you're not completely 
obsessed and completely dedicated and completely focused to towards your goal then then you're doomed to be average mm. you're doomed to not make it mm. so you need to you need to you need to strive for more you need to you need to you need to aspire for more um and and there's something for me like when you tell me i'm not good enough i'm like i'm like oh let me prove it to you yeah 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 <laughs> that fires me up too. That fires me up every every morning. I'm like, I'm like. Oh. When I got here to Nashville, I uh, when I got hired, um, I I was put through something called t- honky tonk school, um, and it's like this non formal informal thing where you're like placed in this band, and it was the uh, the band it, the guy, it was the bass player the the guitar player that was teaching you the ropes on Broadway. So you'd play an actual gig, um, but the gig would be like on a Wednesday from like two to six, like a random gig. Like random Wednesday afternoon. Right. Or Or like a 10 to two, like 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And uh, they would train you, honky-tonk school. So like the guitar player has already been playing for 20 plus years on Broadway. So he knows what's up. And, uh, man, he, like, when I got here, the dude did not believe in me. He was like, he's like, yeah, like, you need to lose some weight and you need to, like, <laughs> get some boots and you need to learn some country music. And he's like, I don't know what you're doing, but you Is need that to. that the guy we met last night? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, he uh. He said he had a big influence on you. Yeah. So, like, what was I his was. name like, again? Uh, Brad. Brad. And, uh, and, uh, man, he just, he did not believe in me. And that put a fire under my ass. And that's why I'm still here. Because you didn't believe in me. But now, like, I don't know. I haven't gotten that type of vibe yet from anybody since. And, but yeah, I like, I lost like, I don't know, 30 pounds. And I learned like 10 songs, not 10, probably like five songs a week. And, uh, learned how to talk to the crowd and run the tip bucket. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, it was wild. He was like, run the tip bucket. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. He was like, well, you got to. And then, uh, like, I didn't run the tip bucket the first show that I did. And then the guy that, like, the big boss, he's like, hey, man, you need to you need to run the bucket. And I'm like, okay. So I remember, like, the first time ever running a tip bucket. It was, like, the most awkward thing ever to, like, walk around and ask people for money. But now I do it, and it's just like, hey, would you like to tip the band? And then you just, they say no, and you're like, okay. Or they're like, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. That was fu- that was something that I was I was I was thinking about yesterday about the whole the whole Broadway Broadway thing because that's the that's the thing with like c- with like places like this where you can get very comfortable in a in a setup and um, and um, you need to be careful with like with like too much comfort yeah. Because because too much comfort kills your dreams. Absolutely, yeah. People get uh, you know, Broadway's cool because like you can make a lot of money on Broadway, especially if you get started get established and you yeah. start to like know how to work a crowd and you know like you start to learn a ton of songs and you could take requests and um, but then like you but get it can kill career too. Well, yeah, because then you start to just work a lot on Broadway and then you forget why you're here in Nashville, which is to like write music and be a musician. Yeah. Um, but that's not always the case for a lot of people. 
so people just want to play on Broadway. And there's nothing wrong with that and make a good living. But, like, for me, personally, um, when I was playing on it a lot, I would, like, be drained from music. I didn't want to, like, write anything. Um, but Broadway's awesome. It's like, like, if you can, like, not let it control you and you kind of, like, control it, man, it's such a great tool. It's like you, you, you learn oh, how yeah, to, like, be in front of a crowd and you learn all these songs. If it wasn't for Broadway, I wouldn't know... I I wouldn't know who Merle Haggard was. I wouldn't know who. Mm. Um, who who's Merle Haggard? Merle Haggard, yeah. Who's that? It's just a very well, um, just a very respected country musician um, from I think like the sixties or seventies. That's why we pee so much. Huh? I said we've been down in those middle <laughs> lights. <laughs> That's why we pee so much. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I just wouldn't know all these different songs that I know, uh, if it wasn't for Broadway, like Broadway's like such a, such an education, such a great way to learn about country music. Cause I wasn't brought up on country music. I was brought up on classic rock. And then when I got hired to play on Broadway, it's like, okay, now I got to like learn country music. It's like learning a whole new language. There's like this whole culture to it. There's people that you should respect, you know, like you should respect Alan Jackson and you should, you know, Merle Haggard and Hank Williams Jr. or, or Waylon Jennings, you know, it's like, you know, all these people. It's the funniest, it's the funniest thing though with, 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 with country in, in, in the last year for me, because, um, I, since I moved to Florida, um, I don't know. I've been listening to a lot of country. Country's great. It's great. It's fucking amazing. Am- it's amazing. And when I say should, like you should list, like respect these people, or should like it's more like just listen to these guys real quick, and like you listen and you're like, man, this is good. This is really good lyrics, or like this is just really good music. That's you know, the, that's the co- that's the cool thing. Like, cause I've I've discovered a bunch of new artists in the last year. And then, and then, um, the, 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 the guys that I listen to most lately is like, is like Jelly Roll. Um, after, after he did his podcast with, with Rogan, I was like, I was like, oh, I like the guy, the guy, the guy was cool. Mm-hmm. It was, I liked him. Yeah. So I, I started to listen to his music and I was blown away. I was like, holy shit. It was, it was, it was insane. And then, and then, uh, I started to listen to Colder Wall as well. Um, like every day. Like every day. Nice. Um, I, do you know? Do you know who that is? Yeah, he's from Saskatchewan. He was from Saskatchewan. <laughs> yeah, Saskatchewan in, in Canada. It was actually funny about about Saskatchewan because when we when we were at the airport in Miami, on the <laughs> way here, on the way here, there was two Canadian guys. They were ranchers and. Uh, and um, we th- our our flight our, our flight kept getting getting delayed and the guys were they got shit face at the bar and they got like they got into some trouble and they got kicked out of the airport and they I texted and, I, and then and then they they were super out of place because they were like two two guys with cowboy hats um, in Miami in Miami which never <laughs> happens never happens and then and then i just saw i just happened to see like on one of the guys code that um he uh it was uh, he was like a, a rancher canadian rancher uh, something and i and then i was walking back and i was like oh shit you guys are canadian too and we started to talk and the guy was like they were pretty advanced and 
you know they've been drinking for advanced for well they were they they were been, they 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 had been drinking for a while okay so advanced in that sense and then a few hours that was like seven o'clock eight o'clock or whatever and then the flight was supposed to leave at 11 it was supposed to leave at five originally and then and then it got delayed to 11 30 and then the guy got just they just got shit face and then and then they got kicked out of the airport <laughs> and they were on their way for vacation to see to see uh, uh to see a show in nashville yesterday I think. yeah like a country artist here maybe yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, but man. they were both <laughs> yeah they were both very passionate about ranching um and like that that way of life and it like the country way of life sure. up in uh, saskatchewan sure yeah yeah, Coulter Wall's a beast. His music is in s- it's really good. Oh, it's just good. so it's such an His amazing voice. voice. Yeah, such an amazing. And he's like he's like he's like our age. He's like twenty eight or twenty nine mm-hmm. or something. And he sings like he say he sounds like a fifty five years o- year old guy that smoked all of his life. Yeah, it's fucking wild. But it's so, it's so cool. It's so rugged. It's so like, you know. Mm-hmm. He's like it's the Johnny Cash, the new age Johnny Cash. And yeah, so that's that's what I told I told you last night. I saw when I saw the Johnny Cash uh museum on uh off Broadway. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh shit, I need to go I need to go there because Johnny Cash has been one of my favorite singer of all time for for since I was a kid. Uh, um my <laughs> my, my when, when I was like 2 or 3 years old, like my dad like we had like a small trampoline um in 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 my home and i was like jumping on it all the time and we had like a old like eight track cassette mm-hmm. uh, cassette music player and we had like um, a johnny cash uh, record and i remember because the first song was walk the line and i loved that song and uh, i would request that song all the time my, my dad have like hours of footage of old videos of me like jumping on uh, the fucking small trampoline uh, over over walk the line and Johnny Cash and Ring of Fire and it was like oh it's so such good. a cool such a mm-hmm. cool way and um yeah it's literally it, have you seen the the video I think like uh Johnny Cash grandson he's been he's been um uh, uh ma- he's been singing a cover of 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 some song oh, have you seen have you I seen this video so. he's like he's got like a a big beard or something. He sounds exactly so. like I him. Think so yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds exactly like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, Folsom. He was. He sings Folsom Prison Blues. Oh, that's the. That's that's yeah. my favorite. I've heard so many people sing that song, especially on Broadway. But yeah, his grandson, I think it is. He sings it mm. so good. Exactly. Look, Johnny Cash fans done as his grandson sounds yep, exactly like him. him, as he sim as he sing Folsom Prison Blues. Can we can we can we uh can we can we watch the some of the some of that? Do we Maybe. have a video? Yeah, let me see. Yeah, that'd be that'd be sick cuz uh that's one of my favorite song all time. Folsom Prison Blue. I don't know if you're going to hear it on the audio let's, there. Let's see. On your end you can. Wait, let's see on maybe on YouTube if we can find it. Maybe Johnny Cash. Grandson. Oh, there you go. Is that it? That's him. That's him, yeah. That's him. We don't hear the sound the sound too much though.
You don't hear the sound too much. I can hear it very loud he on this side. Really? Lowe's, Lowe's, the best deals. Oh, and Lowe's. Shout out to Lowe's. Shout out to Lowe's. Let's see if I I can pull it on my on my phone. Hey everybody, thanks for being yeah, here. Yeah, that's the same video. One of seven live from the Cash Cabin. I'm Thomas Gabriel. This is Justin Johnson on the guitar, and this is John Carter Cash on this guitar. We're gonna be doing some of my favorites from my grandpa. So this is Folsom Prison. Yes. You hear it, Donnie? Mm -hmm. Train a coming, it's rolling round the bend, and I ain't seen the sunshine, and I don't know when I'm stuck in Folsom prison, and time keeps dragging on. But that train keeps a rolling on down the sand. Sounds just like him, just like him. Such a cool song. I bet there's rich folks eating on the fancy dining car. The more I get into music, the more I I listen to the bass. Yeah, you were you were you were very involved in the bass player yeah. last night. Yeah, like when we were walking around Broadway, I was like, I just get so into the bass. Why? I don't know. There's something about the bass guitar. It's just like, I don't know what it is. It's the groove. It's the feeling of the song. It's kind of the. It's the heart of the, the song. Heart, that's exactly what it's I was going to say. Song. It's the heart of the song. But it makes sense because the bass is is the sound that the that kind of like, like gets you, you like I think. You yeah. feel it. You feel it in your heart. You feel it in your bones. <laughs> yeah. But the but the guitar, the guitar player with the long hair and the full on like leather suit last night, the uh, with the with the girl like the the what's what, he had like glasses. Long oh hair. yeah, yeah. Do, do you know him? Yeah. <laughs> the style the style of that guy was amazing. Happy. <laughs> and he was so good Shout too. Out to like, Happy. Yeah, it's so good yeah, too. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, but yeah, I uh, Coulter Wall, good Johnny Cash, badass. I'm a, I I'm such a big, I'm a huge Zach Bryan fan, and uh, you know it's funny because like he got so big now, everybody's listening to him, and uh, so it's not like the coolest thing to say like, oh yeah, I love Zach, but like I don't care how many, how many people listen to him, man. I'm such a fan. I love I love his music. I love his writing style. I love that he writes all of his own music. Um, well, he doesn't write like 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 his last album. He wrote it all, and he self-produced it. And I just think oh, that's, that's, that's cool. just he wrote it and he self-produced it, and that's just like that's just some art. That's artistry right there. But that's 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 funny when when people um, they they stop to like something because they get super popular. 
Mm-hmm. People want to gatekeep yeah. musicians. I don't. I don't country. understand that. Yeah. I don't understand that because when I like something and when I really like something, I tell everybody about. It. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. So he's just. Oh man, I just love his music. Yeah. Um. For, for me, yeah. for me is is Jelly Roll. The the this guy for some reason, I love his story. I I absolutely, absolutely love his story, because uh. He um he was he got he he was like a drug dealer he was in a whole so, whole lot of trouble, and then he was in prison and then and then and then in, and then he got his shit together and he got his like stripper wife or whatever like a high end escort and mm. then they got married and then now like he completely blew up in the la in the last few years and I think yeah. he won a new a new artist of the year yeah, or something this year something like that but it's am- it's amazing like he now he's 39 and he's like new artist of newest uh, artist of the year award of something mm-hmm. and um so many th- so many things that y- you can you can relate to when the the, the 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 sound of his voice the sound of the music and the, the that's th- that's the thing that 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 I I thought you had too was mm-hmm. like the 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 rawness of how you sound the the the, the kind of like it didn't feel uh, extremely edited it just felt yeah like raw it just felt it just felt like you yeah. thank you it just felt like you and I think like for for the new for the new album if you can if you can figure out a way to channel like the emotion about like home and what you're missing out and 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 like kind of like maybe like some 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 like not like sadness but kind but may- maybe a little bit like i don't i don't know like the song uh, the the wiki watchy one reminded me of home yeah okay cool yeah cool as a uh, can you tell us more about that <laughs> um that song wiki watchy yeah uh so i'm from wiki watchy florida and uh it's on the central west coast we're known for the wiki watchy mermaids and we have a river that's 74 degrees year round Oh, that's so cool. And uh it's crystal blue. We've got manatees in there. And it leads right out to the to the gulf. And uh it's such a pretty place. It's so pretty. Um and you can kayak down the river. Um it takes about about it's like four hours, four I don't know, it's like four to six hours to get from the park to the other park where you can unload out of. And, uh, yeah, it's just such a cool little spot on the west coast of Florida. Because people think when they think of Florida, they think of the east coast and the waves and the ocean. Yeah, they think about Miami. Yeah, but uh, there's, like, a whole thing, a whole other thing on the central west coast and Wikiwachi. It's, like, this beautiful spring. So pretty. Can you play it? Yeah, I'll play it. Nice. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fucking go. Yeah, like, right after we... Uh I think we first talked and you sent the song to Oliver. I was like, oh, that's amazing. Heck yeah. <laughs> that was the only only request of Winnie that you bring yeah. your guitar tonight. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, I used to like to float down the Wikiwachi River Now I'm landlocked away in Tennessee Oh, it's never been the same Since I packed and moved away 
from the bluest water I had ever seen. Well, I hope it's not a bother that my face always looks somber and I look like I always have to go. I liked to puff and drink, but I'd rather do that on a bank leading out to the Gulf of Mexico. So take me back to the Wikiwachi River before scallop season ends in September. Where there's mermaids in the water and there's moonshine in your liver. Take me back to the Wikiwachi River. Well, I, well, uh, you forgot. I grew a long week <laughs> sweating for my dollar and no lady to love when I come home. I would drive out to that 74 degree river to sleep in the no wake zone. Well, now that I stay 600 miles away and there's no money in the tank to hit the road. I will have to go longer without that crystal blue water. Everybody ought to leave me alone. And take me back to the Wikiwachi River before scallop season ends in September. Where there's mermaids in the water and there's moonshine in your liver. Take me back to the Wikiwachi River. Take me back to the Wikiwachi River. Before I go insane Where there's nothing on your mind Except cherry moonshine And a lady that calls you by your name Where there's nothing on your mind Except cherry moonshine And a lady that calls you by your name There's more, uh, Parts where there's gonna be a lot of soloing. So yeah. I cut it short, but yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, such a good song. Hell yeah. Um, there's another song I wrote. Uh, it's called uh, "Cup of Joe." It's probably like my my okay. the one I'm so most excited about right now that I wrote. Really? Because um, the, the first time we talked, you said the f- your favorite song was "Sip on Me." Oh, okay. Well, before you, oh, maybe you play it first and then you tell right? us. Yeah. About it. I think this is good. Good. Right here, <laughs> just trying to figure out the best spot. So okay, so. Do uh, do the next the the new one you're working on. Okay. And then and then and then we can re- and then we can go we can go further. Cause I I love to hear you. I love to hear you play, brother. I I love it. It's absolutely. Thank you. And the the, the crazy thing is you sound exactly, exactly like like the version that is that you that you put out on Spotify. Hell yeah. All right. The song's called Cup of Joe. Hold my hand past the county line A cup of joe and some cigarettes for two Somewhere far, far away Airport traffic sucks, but that's okay Walk away, sandy beach Find your favorite snack in a vending machine Left our phones in the hotel room Don't need anyone else but you 
cup of joe and some cigarettes for two I'm a no good man back around town I got my face on the wall on a stall from an old shakedown but you don't care we're carved in a tree and boys down at the factory rooting for me Wildflowers in your hair Tom Petty on the stereo Drinking cheap whiskey and wine Practice walking in a straight line Make it back to the hotel room The walls were thin so the neighbors knew next Morning singing songs to you Windows open, spring blowing through. A cup of joe and some cigarettes for two. I'm a no good man, back around town. I got my face on the wall, stole from an old shakedown. You don't care, we're carved in a tree. Boys down at the factory rooting for me. The boys down at the factory rooting for me. Them boys. Hell yeah. There's a, it's, I cut it a little short, but yeah, that's the gist of it. Nice. That is so cool. I wrote that one at the office, like sitting down in between patients. I just really, wrote, yeah, I just wrote that song. <laughs> <laughs> Cup of Joe. What's your um, What's your mindset when you when you write? Because you you said you you said earlier you you told you told that to me last night too that you wanted to you you wrote about girls earlier and now you're kind of writing about like. About like home, yeah. So like what cup kind of Joe. What kind of vibe do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to give like? I, I honestly I don't even know. Like, I just, I just write. I, like I don't have I don't have a girl and like I like that song Cup of Joe is obviously about somebody. I just wrote it. So sometimes I just write songs just because uh, I just like how it sounds and the lyrics sound good. So I just write them. Um, sometimes they're like songs that that are actually like what I'm going through. And then sometimes they're about for like other people, like when we swiped right. Um, but yeah, I just read about all types of stuff. My favorite one from you is, um, where you are, Donnie. My favorite one is God too. Okay. God too. That's that's um yeah. That's the the sip on me I I like I very very much like. And but God too there's there's this I don't know. That I I I love I I love to hear it. Cool. Probably yeah. one I listen to the most. 
Wow, well, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wrote that one at Centennial Park. Um, This is probably my favorite one, too. Yeah. Is that one's more of like a reminder to, man, I guess myself or to whoever that that's all you need. It's just uh, whoever you love and God, too. Yeah. Huh. Now we're back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Dude, it's so cool to hear to hear you play music. I'm glad I didn't kn- I didn't realize that you didn't know that's you haven't heard me hear that song. Yeah. But you need to you need to play God too. You need okay. to you need to play God too. <laughs> okay. Cuz it's it's both it's so, it's so. both our favorite song from you. Please. And you need to you need to play it. You need to play. and it's so cool. It's so cool that you messed up the lyrics in the first one too. Cuz <laughs> Because I I, lo- I love when I love when when even when when we're so like super good at uh, someone is super is very good at something and mistakes still happen. I I like that I like that. Yeah, those you mess up your own songs. Exactly. Well, <laughs> exactly. It's a, it's a, it's amazing because it just it just shows like the amount of work and the amount of practice that needs to happen mm-hmm. to remember everything. I'm going to play the song a lot lower than it actually is. It's like all the way up here, but I'm going to play it right here. Nice. Sitting on my lap, asking for my ball cap. Grew up playing with the boys in the cul-de-sac. Never had a new pair of jeans. It was hand-me-downs till 16. Got a show by the lake and the band sounds real good Read a couple chapters with you in the good book Sometime yesterday To keep it all in frame If we don't get to where we wanna go If the world burns and turns to smoke And we're sleeping on the floor You'll have me I'll have you We'll have God too You'll have me I'll have you And we'll have God too Give you all I am and want you Wreck me like the Tom Petty song And I'll do anything Keep you going safe Love run Tennessee fun Take the TJ Get stuck in the mud And call up a good friend To pull us out again If we don't get to where we wanna go If we Never catch a train (laughs) And ride it to the coast You'll have me, I'll have you, and we'll have God too. You'll have me, I'll have you, and we'll have God too.
If you ask me why we're here, I'll hold you till the answer is clear. A white house with a picket fence to raise a couple children in. I'm used to feeling so alone. Late night parties and alcohol never seemed to do the trick. Just covered up all the shit I was in. If we don't get to where we wanna go. If we lose the house and we're left shivering in the cold, you'll have me, I'll have you, we'll have God too. You'll have me, I'll have you, we'll have God too. You'll have me, I'll have you, and we'll have God too. You love me, I'll have you, and we'll have God too. You love me, I'll have you, and we'll have God too. It's so nice. It's it's so cool to hear this live. Nice, cool. I, I don't think I played for you yet. No, I haven't played. This is your first time hearing me. First time, yeah. Yeah, I guess because we all, we met last night. We walked yeah. around Broadway. Yeah, it's so f- cool. It's so I didn't funny. even realize it's it. So, it's it's it. so like it's absolutely insane what what happened um, and how everything led to this tonight. Absolutely insane. Yeah. I'm, I'm a way I play music better than I could talk. That's your language. It's my language. That's why people still keep me around. Oh, you're nice when you talk, when you only talk. Because <laughs> um, we had we had so we had a blast last night. The ramen place was good. You told me about like the chick, the hot chicken. Yeah, uh, you didn't know that Nashville was known for hot chicken. No, I had no idea. We need. By the way, I'm starving. We need to. We need to have that. After. Yes, I'm let's down. Fucking go. Yeah, I'm down. Um, can I play you guys one more song? Please. Yeah, let's let's you end. Can play let's as much end. As you want. Let's end of this. Let's let's play okay. a couple of songs. It's about it's about eight. We've we've been almost two hours. Okay, let's uh let me play you the last song that's on the album that we just recorded. Okay. The song's called Thirty One. I'm turning thirty one January twelfth. And, uh, yeah, it's about missing home and wanting to go home. It's not necessarily that I want to go home. It's just that the song's kind of, like, my motivating factor as to, like, why I don't go out so much and, like, waste time and why I'm so serious and kind of, like, why I am the way that I am. Let's go ahead. I'm going to play it. Hopefully I can remember the the lyrics. No, I don't want to go downtown and drink my cares away. No, I don't want to go downtown and spend money I didn't make. I just want to drink some water and wake up in my bed. 
Cause I'll be pushing 31 Just want a good woman and a couple of kids All my family's back home 600 miles away Got a loving mother and a damn good father I see on the holidays So please don't mind me if I don't seem like I wanna go Out to drink, there's no time to waste Cause this place is getting old I just wanna go home I just wanna go home Damn better turn out right Nothing comes without sacrifice I just wanna go home Yesterday morning I drove down to the riverside Laid on my back, looked up out of Tennessee orange sky If I had me a good old lady laying there knee to knee My feet wouldn't hang so low like the branches coming off a willow tree That's okay, we have our days, we have our weaknesses and Hard work comes first, then you get to party under chandeliers Have no fear, the what-ifs it could've been's Cause I'm only getting older and this road is far from over I just wanna go home I just wanna go home Damn better turn out right Nothing comes without sacrifice I'm just I just want to go No, I don't want to Downtown and drink my cares away. No, I don't want to go downtown and spend money I didn't make. <laughs> That's 31. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I relate to that a lot, bro. Yeah. I miss home too. But it's like I don't want to go home. Like I do, but I don't. It's like I like I belong in Nashville. Yeah. Um. But like deep down, like I want to go home. Like I want to just go home and hang out with my mom and my dad and my brother and my family, sister. Right? Want to be yeah. Want to hold my want to. I mean, like I want to go trick or treating with my niece and my nephew. Like I want to go home, but this is where I'm supposed to be, and this is like what I should be doing. But like, I want to go home. So it's just kind of like it's just like a reminder of me, like keep pushing um because that's where my heart's at you know it's it's home i yeah. feel you i feel you i'm i'm i miss i miss my family too <laughs> yeah but the cool thing is like to make it so big make it so big that where you are doesn't matter 
Yep. That's. But yeah, I love my family. Mm. Yeah. It's um yeah it's is I got emotional a little bit hearing it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I got you. Well, that's good. That means I touched yeah, something. That's good. It it did. It did. I I relate to that a lot. Cool. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, please don't ever stop playing. Wow. Yeah. That's a, it's a it's ama- it's ama- it's amazing. It, uh, the it, it's 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 so cool. It's so cool to have it, it, it's so cool to have like the uh, an idea about like how someone is or how this person could be. And then and then I meet you in person and it's exactly the idea that I have. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought like, oh, this this guy is fucking cool. I like him based on ten minutes uh, FaceTime and your songs, right? And now we meet in person, and we're like, yeah, this guy's so cool. <laughs> it's like, nice. Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah. I I I love you, brother. It's uh, dude. I love you too, man. I'm so happy that you came. Seriously, seriously, the last two days were fucking night. It was fucking insane. Uh, we we flew out to Nashville to talk to to talk to you, um, because I had this hunch that it would be a great conversation. That it that you're an an artist that I like to hear. I like your music, and I like you as a person. And I think I think you're gonna make. I think you you're. I think you're gonna, you just need to, you just need to keep pushing. Please. Just keep going. Keep keep going. Yeah. Please. Cause I feel like, like I was I was talking to a buddy of mine this morning. I was like I was like oh I think. You know where you're, you're right, right before right before you make it. Like there's right where you feel like you're not progressing enough anymore. Right where, just before you're about like right around the, the bend. Yeah. Yeah. Right about like you ju- sometimes you just need to push a little bit more. Yeah. And then and then if you if you kind of if you figure it out if you figure out how to fucking keep going then you fucking then maybe you fucking explode but but the the crazy thing is like it takes it takes more work and more time than we can ever imagine Mm -hmm. before we start to do it yeah it takes a lot of hard work it's it's the same it's the same uh, it's the same as you know it's it's similar uh, but uh, I I relate to you a little. Uh, I relate to you a lot because because I see this this podcast as like the most artistic thing that I've ever done, and I never was like uh, on the artsy side. Mm-hmm. Of it. But but it it, ki- it kind of is something because I have this idea in mind, and it's funny because the studio is not the idea that I have, but <laughs> it's it still work. It's very cool that we. We get to do it now because it works very well for you, and it's uh, it's actually Ryan's podcast is um is 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 towards towards music and towards music artists, and the setup is actually fucking nice. It's just like this I'm a little cool. bit I'm a little bit weirded out by like the positioning, and then we're not directly facing mm. each other, and it's a little bit different. This is my first I, podcast I ever did like in person, so from what I'm used to, and it's yeah. it's just it's just odd, and then. And then I have big dreams too, and I think I love do I love to do I love to do this. I don't care. I just it's just fucking awesome to be able to speak with 
with cool cool people that I like to be around that I can that that I admire and and it's it's just it's just amazing to do that. It's just so cool to 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 be able to do this and to be able to fly here and meet you and and hear your music and meet all of those interesting people that we get to talk to when we have the chance to to talk to and 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 I'd love to I, I, I talked about this all day, like a, a couple of weeks ago. Or I don't, I don't remember when, because uh, I look up to Rogan a lot, um, mm-hmm. and it's kind of the, f- it's kind of the, it's kind of the feel that I want to give to, 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 to my, to, to my thing, and 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 for some crazy reason, I, I think I can compete in the, in the thing that he's that, that he's doing, and the, and the range that the, that he's that he's doing, and I actually mapped it out. I actually mapped it out. It's I have time. I have time because if I do three podcasts a week for fifty-two weeks for fourteen years, I'm at two thousand something podcasts. So I have time. You're a monster. I, I love the drive you got. I have time. You got a hell of a drive. Because the plan is this: this shit is gonna be the biggest podcast in the world at some point. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Because <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I like this too much, and I don't care if I don't make any money for a while, and I'm just gonna find it another way. And I, this is a, this is fucking amazing. Well, like, I, do, I, yeah. I, I cannot, I, I can't imagine a better way to spend my fucking Saturday night. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. fucking go. Like it's nine, it's eight o'clock on Saturday night. We're about to go eat some hot chicken. We're, we're about to get, we're about to eat some hot chicken. We drank beer. We, we sang some song. We talked for a bunch of hours. We flew in for Nashville. I saw a new city. I saw a new place. We hung out last night. Made a new friend. It's, it's honestly, it's fucking amazing. Hell yeah! It's fucking amazing. Hell yeah! And I get, I get to be here. I get, I get to try to help, help some friends. I get to. Ha- I, the the thing, the thing that resonate to the, to me the most. Uh, the, Cause I I look up to Rogan a lot. I I think that dude is fucking amazing. And and what he what he's what he's been doing with with the podcast is absolutely insane. He's he and and then he said something the other day. Um, I don't remember exactly when, but he said like he was trying to be a net positive, in in life the the best he could, right? And that resonate with me so much, because that is exactly. That is exactly how I feel and what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to I'm trying to have like the biggest um, positive impact that I that I can that I can have. I'm shooting for the stars and hopefully I can I can make it halfway um, halfway of, of, of what he what he was able to make. And, and you know, like maybe I maybe I'm starting before who knows what it's going to look like in 15 years or if I can figure it out and if I can get to 2,000, 3,000 episodes, 5,000 episodes, like I don't, but you know, like it's just something that I enjoy to do and I always like to talk. I always like to talk to new people and I, and um, it's just, it's just fun to me. It's just, it's just a, this cool, was a lot of fun. It's a cool way to spend a Saturday night in Nashville, talk to a friend about and drinking, drink beer and pissed a few times and here you pissed like four times i know <laughs> but you know like you Both just, us. we're drinking miller lights so like of course we're gonna you we pissed four times that we had like we're, i'm uh, this is my fifth fifth beer this is my fifth too but it makes sense 
is usually piss one time a beer. Well, what happens is you, um, <laughs> what happens is in the posterior <laughs> hypothalamus, there's the antidiuretic hormone that gets inhibited by alcohol. Really? Yep. So in your posterior hypothalamus, hypothalamus, posterior, no, posterior, I think it's the hypothalamus. I think it's the posterior hypothalamus. It's posterior hypothalamus. There's the antidiuretic hormone, and there's another hormone back there. But when you drink alcohol, you inhibit the antidiuretic hormone, so then you pee more. Huh. <laughs> That's interesting. You probably know so much about the body. Yeah. <laughs> I know too much. Oh, uh, I know nothing about that. <laughs> what are you most fascinated about uh, about the body? Like in your um, line of work? Um, how well it can heal itself. It's insane what we can put our bodies through. It's insane how capable our body is to handle crap. Just, just, just horrible. Like, just like, yeah, that. Just how well our body can adapt to mm-hmm. whatever it is that we put in it or do to it. Yeah, the level of ad- ad- adaptation that we that we that we can that we can have is absolutely insane. Have you pituitary you... posterior pituitary gland, not hypothalamus? Okay. Posterior pituitary gland. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I, I was it wrong. Was yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh posterior pituitary gland has I think oxy oxytocin. Oxytocin and anterior anterior diuretic hormone. Yep. That's for sure a fact. <laughs> I have no idea. <sighs> so what's the uh, what's what's next for you, Donnie? What's um um put out this album. Never ha- haven't had an album out before, and feel like I haven't really been talking too much to people who listen to my music. I just kind of like post things here and there. Um, and uh, for the longest time, I've been putting out songs like every six weeks, and I just stopped because I've been working on this album. So I'm really excited to put this album out, and uh, gonna go in on tour. Excuse me to Texas. Uh, really excited to go play for the folks out in Texas. And uh, yeah, got a manager, so we're all you know starting to get a team together. Um, it's it's cool when you finally actually have people invested Behind in what you, you got. Yeah, because up to this point, I've just been doing it by myself. So got a manager and working on this tour and working on this album and uh I'm I'm prepared for everything to flop. <laughs> I'm prepared for everything to suck and uh I'm prepared for nobody to listen to my album and I'm going to just keep going if uh not one person listens to it. We'll just be listening keep... and we're going to share it. Are the dates set for Texas? Uh it's going to be the last week of February next year. Okay. Uh yeah. Of 2024. That's far. That's not too far. It's in three months. Yeah. It's like the 25th, 24th, 25th. That's the the goal. Yeah. That's the weekend. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Should we wrap this up? It's been almost three hours. Let's go get some food. I'm starving. Over and out. What's your, uh, what's your, where where can we find you? Where, uh, where, where can we, where where can we listen to your music? Spotify, just Donnie Vance Lee, Donnie with a Y. Um, I'm all over. I don't think anybody else has my name, so just type in Donnie Vansley. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody has my <laughs> name. Where did, That's, where is that your real name? Uh, it's Donald. Donald Vansley. I'm named after my grandpa. The guy that was the prisoner of war from 
Indonesia. Cool. <laughs> the guy that was in the prison camp? Yeah. He was oh, well, my mom's side's Jewish, so they were actually in, in camps. Really? In uh Poland and Austria. But my grandfather from my dad's side. Yeah, I'm named after him, Donald Vance Lee. He just passed away, he's like ninety four. Um but yeah, no, he was good. Yeah. Nice. He had a good life. Awesome. Well, Donnie, Shout it, was, to it was a fucking blast to do that with you. Thank Hello. you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much to to have accepted to talk to us. It was fu- it was a blast. And played. I had a great time. It was I'm amazing. Honored that you came. So let's go eat. Let's go eat some hot chicken. <laughs> Ciao, everybody. Bye, bye, bye.